Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville. Commanders can take a knee, and the Jags will start 0-1. The Jacksonville Jaguars have walloped the Indianapolis Colts. How do you like that one? Four man front, he dropped the throw. Trevor looks, Trevor hit. The ball came out again, and Philadelphia has recovered again. We're out of start by saying, obviously, I gotta play better. I'm just pissed. I let those guys down. They snap it quickly. They pitch it to the right. This is ATN inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown! A touchdown run by Travis ATN and Jacksonville has taken the lead. Trevor drops, fires toward the right corner of the end zone. The ball is caught. Caught. Caught for the touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Jacksonville, Marvin Jones, Jr. Trips to the right. Elliott now the running back in place of Pollard. Shotgun for Prescott. He drops the throw. Looking, looking, fires middle of the field, and that ball is picked off. It is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins. He's running it back along the right sideline. That is going to be a touchdown. That is going to be a touchdown. The Jags are going to win it on a race. Sean Jenkins pick six. Are you kidding me? Quarterback sneak dives for the end zone. Touchdown. He dove over the top to Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, Jaguars. And just the mindset of this team is, has been awesome. It's really been cool to be a part of and just to see that confidence really just build and build every week. And to be a part of it and be in the middle of it, it's been, it's been really cool. And you can feel it, and I'm sure you guys feel it too. Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E to the T. I got goosebumps right now. I thought, first of all, that is the darkest version of Stand By Me that you'll ever hear. Ah, from the cool. dark to the light. Yeah. Like My it. goodness, the Jaguars have emerged into the light. They have. It's the end of the year, Murph. What's up with that, huh? Great job. 
Give us, give Ready us. Go, Donna. I'm a little sad. It's awesome. Uh, can we, can we talk about your situation here? You can if you would like. Sure. Oh, Don, I don't Donna's know. Fine. She's not dying. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> but she's, there's no situation. She's leaving 1010XL oh. in a full time capacity, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So what does that mean? Will you still be around these hallowed halls at all? Yeah, I'll come back. I'm going to take a brief, I guess, sabbatical. Sabbatical. As you say. Okay. I'm going to spend some time with the family. Nice. All right. Yes. Very nice. It's a big day. Yeah, man. It's the end of the year. It is. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, no no better way than to spend it with, you know, my fave, Mike Dempsey. Oh, yeah. We go back. Donna goes back. Yeah. Donna, yeah. Donna helped calm me down, man. And that's saying something. That if you is. think I'm not calm oh, now, you should have heard me 10 she's, years you ago. You know what? She's, she's a saint for that. Amen, bro. She's got saint status. No, nobody. Anyway, go, Donna. Amen. Nobody You're going arguing. straight to heaven, girl. Tony Smith, how are you? Doing well. Happy last day. Of our broadcast year yeah. for us oh, here yeah. on Jaguars today. Calendar year. Right. Season continues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully deep into January. Maybe we'll, we'll settle let's for just, deep into yeah, January for just, right now. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, no doubt. Let's get past the uh, the next three weeks. Yeah. We get, let's play a second playoff game. That'd yeah. be great. Let's get I to mean, the playoffs. Just Can we get to the playoffs? Let's right. just do oh, that. Well, let's get to the playoffs. Let me yeah. back this thing up. <laughs> right. beep, beep, let's get to beep, that point. Beep, yeah. Beep, after the year they've had to be sitting there controlling their destiny is pretty awesome. I mean, that's what else five, could you ask for, right? Other than having clinched, I guess, no, right? Know? But, but still, you know, five game losing streak. We're like, I'm like, five game losing streak. Tom, top like, pick in the draft uh, last two years. Yes, it's like, what's going on? Twelve of the last chip, thirteen chip, years have stunk. Chip, 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 just a little bit, little Chipping bit away. Mix, you know, climbing the ladder. Right, we're just sitting here controlling our own fate. No big deal. All right, um, <laughs> I love it. You ready for the uh, Joshua Dobbs revenge game? <laughs> Apparently, I mean, yeah, I know. You know, yeah. yesterday I heard the announcement. XL Primetime's on the air when they announced Joshua Dobbs going to play for Malik Willis. I'm like, wow, they really want to make sure Malik Willis doesn't get hurt right. for Week 18 because he's been starting. He's their draft pick. Right, makes sense. Right, and then Dobbs goes in there and throws for like 262. Was it last night? Something um, like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Right, yep. where. Malik Wills hasn't thrown for over 100 yards in any of his starts yet. Any single start, he's not topped 100 yards. Right. Joshua Dobbs, by right. I, I mean, they'll riot in Nashville if he doesn't start in Week 18. Right. right. And he was a jag. He was yeah. for a brief spell. So, we gave up a draft pick for the luxury of never playing him. Okay. So, so the revenge. That's the revenge. It's, a, it's always. That's just kind of uh, a kind of a, a tongue yeah. in cheek thing. There's always a revenge narrative. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Tennessee. I mean, look, you can never take anybody lightly, obviously. But they're they're look, not. They played hard yeah, last night, oh and yeah. if you think they're going to come in here and oh, lay no, down, no, no, both. Wait, hey, Houston's going to give us all that we can handle. They've been given they've been giving the Jags all they can handle for four and a half years, right? True, more than they could handle. Nine in a row. Nine in a row. So, right. So four and a half seasons worth of dominance yep. over right. this franchise, and they've been they they won. They beat Tennessee last week. Yep. They went toe to toe with Dallas and Kansas City. Yep, the two they weeks did. before no, that, they did. So, like you know, look, last night Tennessee could not have stripped that thing down yep. any more than they did in right. terms of anybody who had a bump or a bruise yeah, was not going to play. Yep. It was ten to six. They were down at the half. I know, I know. Well, that's a Tennessee team. I mean, they always, you know, they're always physical and tough, and you know. Get after it. Look, I get it. You know, t- Tony, you were talking with Dan Hicken. Like, you know, Dallas turned it over three times and still won by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You certainly look at it that way yeah. as well. But 
you know, Tennessee didn't have Derrick Henry, didn't have Jeffrey Simmons, you know, who yeah, are probably their two yeah. best players. Right, right. At least right now that are healthy yeah. or we presume will be healthy enough to play next week. So, um, you know, pack a lunch, Jack yeah. fans. Bring that energy yeah, no doubt. Well, to the Well, you're going to have uh, Derrick Henry and Simmons back next week, you would presume. You would week think 18. so, yeah. sure. And the first time around, you know, Tennessee didn't have Burks, and he looked pretty good last night. Yeah. You know, uh, you didn't face that. So, look, I think Tennessee's going to be better than they were the first time around in the matchup. Yeah. Right? Like, Definitely. I would expect that. And, but we are, too. But And – one hundred percent, and you're playing at home with yep. everything that's going to be on the line. Yep. If we'll see what happens on Sunday, but honestly, you look at the matchups here the next couple of weeks. If the Jags really, if they lose either one of them, you can afford to lose Houston. But if they lose either one of them, I'd be really disappointed. Yep. Week eighteen, I'd be really disappointed oh, if yep. they lost to that Titans team. There's just no reason right. with. What you have at quarterback yep. to be losing to this Titans team uh, because oh. Dak Prescott didn't even look all that great last night. Right, they won by two touchdowns. He turned it over three times. Yeah, they won by two touchdowns. Like it, the Tennessee is just so undermanned, and they chose to be yep. going into the game last night. So they'll have more of their muscle for the Week 18 game, but they don't. They still should not be this team right now. Right. Well, and Luke, I mean, same for the Texans. You know, I mean, they're, you know, they're playing a little bit better. Obviously, man, they had nine losses in a row. That is tough. Yeah. That first year we went four and 12. It was just brutal. It's just not (laughs) fun. You know, it's not, not fun, but they're, they're playing tough. They're playing hard. They're going to give you, you know, good energy and whatnot. Uh, But you should beat them. We should beat them on paper. We're better than the Houston Texans, but we've been on a little bit, at least for the last few. You know, t- yeah, this year Watson, I thought for but, sure. Yeah, you know that that they were better than them. I thought they were more talented than them last year. Yeah, and you know whether it's the coaching staff dysfunction right. that held them back or Trevor's you know learning process. Man, I dug into the numbers, and we'll get into those as yeah. we go along. Yeah, yeah. Of, they're of, exciting. We're at the end of the year, end of the calendar year, yeah. where the Jags were at this point. Last year, yep. unbelievable the difference 365 days yep. has made for this franchise. Uh, it was 232 passing last night for okay. Joshua Dobbs. Malik Willis's three starts, 234 right. total. And what's the record when he's starting? Any, any? Um, well, let's see. They, they beat Houston. Okay. Uh, he was 6 of 10 passing for 55 yards. Okay. So the He's Derek a runner, Henry though, show. too, right? Or he, he, does he, he is not, a runner, yeah, right? Yeah. He ran, but he only ran five times for 12 yards okay. in that yeah, game. So that's not – Right, yeah, so he, he's, he's they not – They played tight with Kansas City, I they think, did. in the second start, and then lost last week. To he w- But he was 5 of 16 passing against Kansas City, did not complete a pass to a wide receiver. Wow. Threw for 80 yards, Jeez. ran for 40. and that, But it was a three-point game. No, right. Because Tennessee got physical yeah. with him. And yeah. then – um, last week lost to Houston. So he's one and one versus the Texans. Well, Trevor Lawrence is 0-3 versus oh, the Texans. Right. You know, right. but it, it, right. it looks like after you know what I think we're gonna see? We're gonna see the kitchen sink is yeah. what we're gonna see. I mean, this week we're gonna see Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll both play. Yep. That's what Houston's been doing, right? Yep. Driscoll comes in, he's the mobile guy, got a package of plays, call him Taysom Hill, call him whatever. Yep. Wouldn't shock now I know Josh Dobbs is a mobile guy, but it wouldn't surprise me at all to see both of these guys play in some capacity yeah, next sure. week to try to throw everything you can at yeah. uh, the Jags. Mike hey, Caldwell. These are important games. They're division games, you know, for them too. You know, they they want to knock us off. They don't want us going to the playoffs. They they want to go to the playoffs they, they, themselves. themselves. Right? They want to win the division. I'm talking, I'm talking oh, about yeah, Houston. Houston. I mean, Houston oh, would sure. like nothing more to be like, yeah, we still own you. 
No you know doubt. what I mean? Right. Whatever you do, right. we own you. Yeah, who cares? So that's you, growing yeah, your AFC yeah. South champs. What does that make us? Yeah, right. Because we're 2-0 right, against right, you. Of course right. they want that. That's all you yeah. got to play for. Yeah. Although you, I do wonder like how this factors in. I don't think it factors in with the guys on the field, right? Because yeah. we saw it last night. You can only strip down the team so far. Yep. And those guys are going to play hard. Although I, I, it was very interesting. I want to just diverge here for a second. Listen yeah. to Leon Searcy yesterday, Tom. Okay. And you... Let me know if you had the similar experience. Back when he played for the Jags, he said, hey, he'd be talking to his boys around the league with two weeks to go, and they'd be like, yeah, sirs, we ain't going anywhere. I'm just getting ready for a vacation. I'm not – my only concern with two weeks to go is don't get hurt. Yeah. How prevalent is that mindset, do you think, for a team – now, you were on teams that are always had something to play for here, generally. Well, except for the first year. But we still right. we still wanted to play. I mean, you know – that, and terrible, that was new. But, it was an yeah. expansion team. You're trying to make your mark, you yeah. know. I know this. My The first year, which was my first year, I didn't make plans for anything. Are you kidding me? I was just whatever. I'm waiting to take, see. Take it week yeah, to week. Yeah, I got to go see my parents after the I, season, I just thought that was know? interesting yeah. anyway. You know, what? when he said that basically, like, you know, yeah. guys were checking out. We always presume guys are always going to play hard. I think it depends. If you have status, yeah, maybe you can afford to coast a little bit. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if free agency's coming up. The last thing you want to do is have a rehab well, kind of thing. I'm I not mean, saying look, it's it's good. No, it's, right. And look, if you don't play hard, you have more chance of getting injured. Right. So, I mean, you know, you may not prepare as much as you did. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's like, hey, there's a loose ball in the pile. Yeah. How, how aggressively am I going to go in there? Yeah. You know, for, you maybe, know what I mean? Like, maybe. like you, you play hard. Like, guys coming at you, you got to – you know, play hard, yeah. make the tackle. You don't want to get run over and you get know, hurt. But if you think about it, like you get, you're so wired to compete, and then you know someone hits you a little bit harder than you're yeah. hitting them. Next thing you know, like all right, it's on. Maybe or, so. That, I, I just thought it was interesting though that yeah. he was like, it was not an uncommon thing to yeah. talk to you know guys off the record and be like, yeah, man, just yeah. waiting to get to Belize or wherever <laughs> yeah, we're right. headed. You know, yeah. And you would think yeah. that it would be more prevalent today as opposed to less prevalent today, given how much the money has changed in 20 years, yeah, right, yeah. around the National Football League. Guys that are already on that second, third contract, like I can yeah. understand, I would almost expect that they get to the end of a season like this, if you're on a team that's going nowhere, yep. that you're like, just don't get me hurt. Just get me to the offseason healthy so that I can go through that without having to go through rehab yeah. to get ready for next year. I'm sure there were. I, I mean, I, I look, that was, I was happy to be there, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't. Right, you're you're playing. fighting for your I mean, NFL yeah, life. Yeah, right. There, there, there's that team in '95. That's a yeah. totally different animal. No, right, you know? right. Yeah. But I'm sure there were guys that you know they they were thinking ahead. Well, the reason I I, <laughs> I brought it up is because yeah. by winning last week, yeah. Houston has now shrunk their lead for the number one pick in the draft to a half game. Oh, right. If they beat Jacksonville, and Chicago loses out, they know. Now, even though Chicago's not likely to take a quarterback, right. So they control yeah, what happens right, right. at the top of the draft. Right. So if you want Bryce Young, right. and don't have to pay extra for him. Yeah. Or don't you think organizationally they'd love to see this team compete really hard, lose a tight one yeah. in the end? No, I mean, they won last week, though. I know, but they had a margin. Yeah. Right? They had the ability. They could afford to win a game right. and not have it impact the – You know? I mean, we look back. I'm not saying Bryce Young is Trevor Lawrence, but you look back now and everyone's like, oh, you yeah. play to win. You play to win. No. You think the Jets wish they hadn't no, played to right. win no, a couple right. years ago. And listen, look what the Miami owner was doing last year, you know, telling them to, you know, tank for 100 G. So, you know, who knows? Anything can right. happen. Right. I mean, they're going to be very uh, – you're never going to hear the anybody street. admit no, it no, anymore, no, right? No, but right. it's yeah. more like, uh, hey, Lovey, we want to get a look at – 
this guy yeah. this week. We need to take a look at. We hey, need Tunsil, to take a break this week. You're know, good. If you, look, we don't want him to have a hey, look. His knee is bothering right, him. We don't want him to have a long off season rehab. All right, uh, it is funny. Like you never know. Houston's coming up in a couple know. days. I think most of Jacksonville's mind, you know, the fan base, is on Tennessee. I'm not. I am not. You got. I can. And and look, I get it. We could still live with losing, but right. it's also like, get that. Oh, I hear it off your look, back. My, get, get where my mind it, is though has no impact on the game. Yeah. As long as the players are focused yeah. on the task at hand yeah, on Sunday, totally. that's fine. Yeah. I just think the fans are like, let's get this out of the way. Yeah, but beat them. Let's sure yeah, beat, beat them. But em. either beat way, let's beat more important beat them. Get out of that game healthy. Uh, listen, if 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 you got the game in hand in the second half, mm-hmm. no problem pulling dudes at all. Not not of course. As long as you know you're going to win. Obviously, that game. you want to win the game. Yeah. But you know, again, I mean, you want to win the game because still there are still paths to the postseason, yeah. even if you lose Week 18. Yeah. As of right now, you're not eliminated from the wild card. I mean, it's not that no difficult a path. Right. Honestly, you need. Five out of six outcomes to go your way right. in the last two weeks. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, no, no, definitely. But it's better to control it. Oh, sure And then it you is. roll in, and then you're dangerous, sure it is. man. You're dangerous. Look, everyone's choosing that, but I keep bringing up to everyone who says that to me. I'm like, okay, so you lose week 18, and they say you can go to the playoffs anyway? You don't want to go? I mean, I, I want to stay as do. viable right. as possible. Right. And so I'll be scoreboard right, so watching you, this week. Would you play any of the guys? Yes, because you are viable down that path. I'd go they hard this week. If yeah. I'd play to win this week. Right. Yeah. If they weren't, yeah. though, if there if there was if this game truly had no if you had no chance at the wild card and everything's on week eighteen, I'd I would bench anybody that had any kind of nick or bruise. Like Brandon Sheriff, uh uh-uh, uh, see you next week. You're a vet. I don't need to see you out there for another week. Week of rest might do yeah. you good, you know? Trayvon Walker, take a week. Take another week before you come back. Like I would certainly err on the side of caution, but that's not the situation they're in. So yeah. it's a moot point. No, right. You know, yeah, no. I mean, they, they're just they're just getting into winning. You know what I mean? No they, doubt. they got that flow going, you. baby. I, o- okay, but I know. You know, if you, you win play, this game and lose two or three key starters, but then, or if you lose and keep all your guys intact, then don't play. I mean, you can't. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm like, saying though, they it, can get hurt in the first quarter. Sure, they could in the second half. Sure, you know? and if they had nothing to gain, I would yeah. say don't play them. Right. That's what I would say. Not right. you know, Doug Peterson apparently wouldn't agree with me, and that's fine. What, okay, let me ask you this. And no, no bad juju here at all. But if we beat <laughs> Houston and lose to Tennessee, are we still in the playoffs? Potentially, that's the whole deal. To the here. That's yeah. what okay. I'm saying. There's yeah. still they have a path to yeah. the wild card okay. if they beat Houston. So you better you should you got right. Win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Playing to win. See, yeah. it's coming together. Uh, it's all. It's <laughs> the first second. <laughs> it's only Friday. Jeez, take it easy. It's Friday right. first. You're not the only one confused by it, Tommy. I mean, oh we, we're getting goodness. it on the text line. It doesn't matter how many times we've gone through it. We still get the question. So, what does the result for the Titans last night do for the nothing? Nothing has no impact. I didn't ask that, did I? No, no, you did. No. <laughs> sure you've got other Where's fine Donna? questions. Donna, She's over calm. there. You're supposed to calm this guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. This is calm. This is calm. Yeah, yeah, right. Point. Chad That's and Sandy right. real point. estate Good question point. of the day. What are your three keys to victory for the Jags versus the Houston Texans this week? Let's put aside worrying about who's playing, who's not playing. They're playing. They're playing to win. Period. Done. Uh, but like you said, look, three touchdown lead in the yeah. fourth quarter. Hey, Bethard. Hey, Bethard, let's Warm get a up. look at you. Yeah. You know? No problem. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm 100% uh, behind that approach. Uh, any key guy. I mean, you have to play some guys. You only have right. X amount of players yeah. active on game no, day. I know. But uh, yep. 
I'm with you, brother. And the wrist cap. Look at the center for the Cowboys. You know, it goes out with the knee. I don't know how bad it is, but, you know, it gets rolled up on. That, that can happen in any given play. Right. But, again, the risk. There, this game could potentially have I meaning. I mean, yeah. if, if you win this, again, it's there, there's not many things that need to go your way for you still right. to be viable for the wild yeah. card in yeah. Week 18. Yeah. And yeah. I know Control people just, just beat Tennessee. That's great. Yeah. We all want to beat Tennessee. Right, of course. But what if you don't? Right. Right? And, uh, and I mean. What if you don't and meet him in the playoffs? You know what I mean? Right. And still meet him in the playoffs. Well, hey, hey. Right? We'll take that shot. Look, um, I think they're going to win. You know, I'm not going to pick the Houston game yet because I'm in a conundrum here. I swore <laughs> I'd not, I wouldn't pick them to beat Houston wow, again. I but, know. They're, that's a big ghost, man. But I don't believe the Texans are going to beat them either. So, yeah. not sure what I'm going to do here at the end of the program today. All right. Again, what are your three keys to victory for the Jags? This week, 641-1010 on the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, and you can hit us up on Twitter at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, and at Meathead55. Let's come back and compare what a difference a year makes where the Jaguars stand right now on the brink of a new calendar year compared to where they were last year at this exact same time. And uh, you know how much they've improved. At least you feel how much they improved. But to see the actual numbers... Uh, were kind of striking to me as we'll roll through those coming up here uh, today on a Keys to Victory Friday. You want to get in? Let's talk Jaguar football with two games to go. It's all in their hands, the AFC South Championship and maybe a playoff run as well. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Well, the world turns. Back in the middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. I saw things through his eyes. You're going to get the Donna Murphy playlist today. <laughs> nice. You're going to get some Elvis. I told Tony. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I like Elvis. Didn't need to tell anybody. We we all know. Oh, who doesn't like Elvis? Yeah, no, right? Elvis so cool. Elvis has something for everybody. I think you so. Know? You have to like all his stuff. Yeah. Donna's like, push him out. <laughs> by the way, we were just talking about Pele on the break, yeah. uh, passing away. Um, you want know, to talk about the true, you know, icon of a sport. Yep. Um, just logged on to Twitter yesterday at some point in the afternoon, and half of the trending topics were R.I.P. King, R.I.P. Goat. Yeah. R. And I'm like, who died that, that there are like five trending hashtags wishing him to rest in peace or her, for that yeah. matter, and obviously turned out to be Pele. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a great story. I mean, it's unbelievable. I assume still considered the gold standard, right? Over yeah. Messi yeah. and and yeah. Uh, Ronaldo and he all was these guys, the player yeah. of the century. Yeah, right. La- right. Yeah. La- it, but I mean, like, is anyone considered to be more skilled nowadays? I have no idea that Pele was. All I, I know, know they were running ads sure in the World Cup, right? Like there was stuff that was running that when you see your favorite players playing today doing some of the stuff that you're like, wow, Pele was doing it, yeah. you know, yeah. fifty years ago. Yeah. All I know is this: He played with two broken ribs in that game in victory. In victory, that's a good movie, man. You know, and it's wild because I didn't really watch soccer. That was the first time I was introduced to Pele. Really? Well, I might have heard about. You know, I'm sure, sure I heard about yeah. it, but that I just—he was cool in that movie too. He was a cool character. That was a great, great flick. I'm telling you, living in Connecticut in the '70s when he played for the Cosmos. Yeah, he was saying they that. were. My uncle would come. And bring like the New York Daily News and the Post, yeah. and, and visit on the weekend, you know, and and come over to our house in Connecticut. And I was, you know, little 
geeky sports fan kid just reading everything, anything, <clears throat> excuse me, that had a New York in yeah. front of it. I rooted for it. Yeah, and so sure. I pulled for the Cosmos. I didn't know anything about soccer, but yeah. the, the coverage of the Cosmos back then was yeah. huge. I yeah. mean, he was a rock star in, in New York City yeah. in the mid-70s, no question about it. So cool. Anyway, rest yep. in peace. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Pele. Uh, there yeah. you go. The bicycle kick. You know, 100 years from now, they'll be doing the same for Trevor Lawrence, right? The GOAT. Rest in peace, GOAT. Right? <laughs> and I know. say 100 years from now. So 100. Trevor will live to a ripe old age. 123, 224 right. years old. All right, la- right. Last year. One year ago. Yeah. Okay. This is amazing to me. I mean, we all kind of have a sense, but just to put this in the full perspective. Okay. Ironically, you look back over the last – let's look back over the last seven weeks. Okay. okay, comparing it to the last seven games they had played at this point last year. They're coming off a loss to the Jets as okay. opposed to a, a win against the Jets this time. At the start of that seven-week period last year, they had just beat the Buffalo Bills. Okay, They'd won two games in three weeks. Okay, okay? Yep. This year. Red hot. Red hot, uh, w- which passed for red hot. I mean, yeah. You were all excited when they beat the Bills. Oh, That's no doubt. Sure. We it was like, thrilling. Cow, One of the best come. games we've seen in a while, yeah. right? right? Nine to six. Yeah. All right. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. We won. Better Josh Allen resides yeah, in Jacksonville. Right. That whole <laughs> that thing. Day. So the Jags this year were coming off a five-game losing streak. Okay. So last year, going back seven weeks from this point, they lost to the Colts 23 to 17. They lost to San Fran 30 to 10. Lost to Atlanta 21 to 14. Lost to the Rams 37 to 7. Got shut out by Tennessee 20 to nothing. Houston beat them. 30 to 16, Jets beat them 26-21. Now the Jags would go on to split their last two games. They were getting ready to drop one by 40 to New England. <laughs> yeah. That was on deck for yep. them. But Trevor Lawrence's numbers last year in that stretch. In that stretch. Give me touchdown to interception ratio in those seven games. One to four. Pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for a guess out of Tony. It's one to five. One to four. One. Wow. Touchdown yeah. in those seven games. It wasn't pretty. You could extend it, it back to the Buffalo game, and it was one touchdown in eight games. But he had averaged in those seven weeks 182 yards passing, okay, mm-hmm. for a total of 1275. This year, you look at the Jags. Obviously, they turned it around after that loss in Denver. That was their yep. fifth consecutive loss. So in the last seven games, beat the Raiders 27 to 20, lost to Kansas City 27 to 17, beat Baltimore 28 to 27. Lost badly to Detroit, forty to fourteen. Won the last three, five and two record, right. which is the most important thing yep. of all. Trevor Lawrence touchdown to interception ratio, fourteen to one. Wow, that's incredible. Averaging yep. two hundred and seventy-two point seven yards <laughs> passing a game. Nice. We were getting. That's what I was trying to say yeah. last year. Oh my gosh, he threw for two fourteen or two two twenty nine yeah, right. versus the Colts mm-hmm. or what a two whatever yeah. it was. Yep. I'm like, come on, man. Let's. Yep. The, I mean, that's because it's been so bad. The bar is so much higher. He averaged last year then in that period 182 yards. He's only had one game yep. in the last seven where he's failed to throw for 182 yards, and that was the Detroit. Detroit, game. yeah. I, it's it just like a completely different player, yep. completely different organization, completely different Everything. team. Obviously, coaching staff, personnel has been improved yep. and all that, but it just, I mean, well, stunning numbers. I'll tell you this, Tone. You you all remember, during that span last year, I think every time we were on the radio together, I'm like, that play calling stunk. Like, that game plan was yeah. terrible. Bevel, what are you doing? Like, And then there were drivers. Hey, and Trevor was off. He wasn't doing it. But the whole thing, and then you compare it to today. 
and everything smooth and got rhythm and got flow and got purpose. And Trevor's playing like like he played at Clemson, you know, throwing, yeah. running, making those good throws. Well, we would have the discussions with fans because, you know, all the rookies in the class and you're comparing them to one another going through their rookie years. And, you know, the Mac Jones stuff was even more prevalent here in town than it probably was even across the country outside of New England because he's a Jacksonville kid, went to polls, you know, like that kind of thing. So there were fans that were talking about what he was doing up there. And I kept saying, watch a Patriots game. Yep. Watch what they do for him in that offense. They give him half field, low to high reads almost every snap. It's so much easier than anything they're asking Trevor Lawrence to do. It's like watching someone having to solve an algebra algebra problem than Trevor's handed calculus. Right. Right. And has to do it on the flight. Like that's the equivalent of what was happening on the field last year. It's like they have to do something to make something easier for their quarterback. They're not helping him at all all yeah it's like they thought they got a finished product and said throw him out on the field he can do everything that we're going to ask him to do and do it at an elite level from the moment he walks in the door well he wasn't ready for that but he's certainly ready for what Doug Peterson and the staff is throwing at him right now and that's what Doug's doing for him right he's saying look I'm getting the guy's gonna be open for you just put in the right spot and we'll make it happen trust me it's gonna be there Uh, and he's he's doing it it's a big part of it Right. I mean, the coaching upgrade cannot be underestimated in this yeah. whole thing because you, you're right, Tom. When's the last time we've had a season where we've seen this many guys running wide open? And it's clearly like yeah. you see the scheme, you see the misdirection, and you see the same things that we've been saying for years. Well, well why can't we do that? Yeah. Well, now we're doing it right. you know, repeatedly. But not even just the wide open guys. Even the tight throws that he mm-hmm. makes, he's trusting that the guy's going to be there and that's where I have to put the ball. And he's been remarkable at his ball placement. Remember in the five-year game stretch where it, was, it wasn't very good, it was like, man, his placement's like off. Like mm-hmm. even on his completions. Don't remember we talk about that. We're like even on his completions, they're a little off. You know, they're not where exactly the ball – should be where the guy could turn up field and go. But, man, since then, he's just putting it in the right spot. Yeah, and the interception in that 14-1 to here over this run yeah. for, for Trevor Lawrence, you, you could see it when it happened on the field that there was a miscommunication between Trevor and the receiver. It, yep. it clearly, Trevor thought he was going to come back you know, run an in-cutting route, and instead yep. he continued up the field. The throw right. was for an in-cutting route right. and got right. intercepted, and yep. both guys kind of looked at each other and said, oh, yeah. and just trotted to the sideline. We'll have a conversation about it, get back on the same page. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, I think, too, like, there had to be a time where he just said, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to be me. I gotta, I'm just going to play like I'm, I like playing. Like, if if I got to run, I, I'll run. You know, because that, that – Today, that's part of the game, right? That quarterback that can take off and run or a, a called run, you know, misdirection, what have you. Sure. He's been really good thrown across his body. I mean, he's gotten really good at that. His mechanics are better. You know, but I think he's, you know, I keep saying he's like in the flow of the game, meaning like he's ready to make a play, whether it's with his arm. And if it's not there, hey, man, I know I'm. A, he's a weapon. He's faster than people think. He's tougher and stronger than pr- probably people, you know, than he looks. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's becoming an ultimate weapon. I could do this all day with the numbers. I'll just give you one more uh, from last year in that seven-game stretch. Yeah. Trevor had two games where his quarterback rating was in the 80s. Okay, on um, That was on the high end. Um, one was 81.7, one was 87.6. This year, he's had two games with his quarterback rating in the 80s in the last seven games. Those are the only two below a 106 quarterback rating. He's wow. had five games in that stretch where he's been 106 or better. Wow. QB rating. Yeah, so it's been great. You know, again, I, like 
the five and two. That's the most important thing. Five yep. and two versus zero and seven yep. in that stretch. And yep. uh, let's make that seven and two to end yeah. the year. And look, credit the O line. The O line's been really good overall. Sure. You think about it. Oh, like they, we thought they were going to be a weak link going in, and they were the strength. And has got way big better. Like I wish yep. I could remember the exact number because I went through it. I've talked about the eight weeks in a row where they never took a snap with a lead a lot. Yeah. You know, but I, I had gone through and looked at. Okay, how much of a game neutral situation was was Trevor even on the field? And over that eight week span, I think it was something like twenty six minutes of game time over an eight week period where wow. they were neutral or leading. Wow! Right, like that is yep. crazy. Yeah. In the NFL, the defense was miserably bad. Yeah. Last year, on top of that, they had nothing going for them, and yep. this year they got a lot going for them, and. Yeah, most of that yep. comes from coach and quarterback, but yep. there's a lot that's been turned around in a year. Yeah, All right, doubt. we got to take a time out here. Uh, just, you know, be happy. Right? I mean, what, yeah. whatever the numbers are, the numbers are. Yeah. Your eyes show you it's a much improved oh. quarterback's a much improved coaching staff, much improved talent yep. on the football team, and the results are showing up in the one Almost 10 column. points higher a game. 10 points Well, per game. Why don't we hear from the offensive coordinator, Press Taylor? Let's do it. Coming up next, uh, we will do that as he spoke Yesterday, let's uh, hear him talk about uh, what has led to some of that offensive success. Mike Caldwell, a little bit later on, Jaguars defensive coordinator. If you want to be a part of it, pick up the phone and dial 641-1010 or hit us up on social media or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Fridays, Chad and Sandy Real Estate. Question of the day, what are your three keys to victory for the Jags this week against the Houston Texans? You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Who knew Donna was so spooky? Like, <laughs> <laughs> got all the, the spooky Dark. versions of, uh, of the music today. This is from the Elvis movie. I have not oh. seen the Elvis movie. Um, Shame. Uh, was it good? Great. Was it? All right. Have you seen it? I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay. Not great? I'm not as big an Elvis fan as Donna is. I, I understand. I enjoyed the movie, yeah. yeah. Not many are. Yeah. That's How old fine. was Priscilla when he married her? Uh, probably not old enough. <laughs> <That's my guess. laughs> How did he pull For that off? For polite company, anyway. How did he pull that off? Oh, you mean... He's Elvis. Being allowed to? You think I'd let Elvis didn't come Jer- and take uh, my like, 15-year-old didn't daughter? did Jerry Lee Lewis marry so. like a 13-year-old woman? Something. Girl? Yeah. Something like that? that? Yeah, I don't know about that either, uh, right? But uh, I got something for you. For yeah, everyone's like, times were different back then. Well, uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yes, they were. Apparently also, they were. They were thousands of years ago, too. Yeah, correct. We live in right. today. We, don't, we, <laughs> we do don't not care who Elvis is. We do not is. club <laughs> each other over the head and drag them off to the cave. As far as I know. Shaking my hips at my 13-year-old daughter, buddy. Easy trouble. All right, we're going down a dark path right now. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. It's all lighthearted. Kumbaya. 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 Love everybody. All right, except for certain people. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. All right, let's get to Press Taylor. We love him right now. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You know what? Chances are at some point, Press will hate you because that's just the nature Uh, of fickle fandom and – and, you know, that's just the way sports go. But for right now, everyone having to do with the Jaguars offense, we're uh, pretty much on board with. Remember, somebody brought this up like a week or two ago. Hey, remember when we couldn't score in the red zone? Yeah, 
Yeah, right? I mean, right. right. Like, that mm-hmm. was like the big, oh, my gosh. Yeah. If this team could just figure out a way to stop turning it over and yeah. get some touchdowns and stop settling for field goals or at least convert those fourth downs we keep going for and on and on and on. Thank yep. goodness they practiced the quarterback sneak this year. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know? And well, listen, you're supposed to get better as the season goes on, and they have. I mean, they just have. No they question. continue to get better and better. All right, so let's briefly look back through yeah. the eyes of Press Taylor at last Thursday's performance. Now, yeah. it's been a while uh, since the Jags have played, but uh, said, you know, in going into that game, knew they were going to have to run the ball based on the way that defense plays. And we kind of knew – in those conditions, we needed to run the football and do that well. And we needed a short passing game to play in the wind and the weather and things like that. So we've kind of grown to a team, an offense at least, that can play whatever type of game is necessary to win. If we need to go out and throw it, we want to be able to do that. If we need to hammer the ball, run the ball, protect the football, like in a, in a game like that or a situation like that, that's what we want to be able to do. Whether they know it or not, uh, as a defense, that's what, how we want to execute. So, it, I mean, it, I think it shows growth as an offense from that standpoint, but, you know, it, it's, all, it's all part of a continuing process. Yeah, we talked about it last Friday with you, Tommy, but a very professional effort from the Jags last Thursday night against the Jets. No you know, doubt. It, it was a team that you could tell pretty early on in the first half the Jets weren't going to be able to threaten you with much right. offensively. So, you know, grind it out. Yeah. Let's get out of here. i tell you what, speed, that old saying, speed kills, right? I mean, you look mm-hmm. at the ETN speed, Agnew speed, get the ball in the Ingram Ingram's hands, you see the speed that he brings to the table. Uh, and it's just a beautiful thing. but And that was a good defense now. I mean, the Jets' yeah. defense is legit, legit defense. And uh, and uh, they got the job done on the ground. And just, and, and just Trevor, you know, just it's like the way he's handling it, though, right? Yeah. And, and they executed well. Let's, yeah. You know, and I, I think, you know, in addition to the weather and all that, let's, you know, yeah. like if you don't have to target Sauce Gardner 10 times, why would you, right? Yeah. That's the strength yeah. of their defense. Yeah. So they. They mixed it up, uh, you know, threw a lot of passes in the flats, a yep. lot of stuff to Evan Ingram, even yep. though he was covered by Gardner a little bit in that game, and yeah. very effective. Walker yeah. Little enters the starting lineup for the Jacksonville Jaguars with Cam Robinson out, and Coach Taylor was asked about Walker Little and the job he did last week against the Jets. I thought he did a really good job. You know, it wasn't easy. Those are good pass rushers over there in New York. Uh, you know, Carl Lawson does a good job. John Franklin Myers, those guys, those guys are good players. You know, we're not in a ton of positions where we had to drop back and throw the ball. So that's something you still want to continue to see from Walker and the development of it. But in terms of, you know, handling the elements, handling good pass rushers, having to run the ball, um, dropping back on third down when we needed to throw it and things like that, I thought he did a good job. What did you see, Tom? Yeah, uh, other than the one, you know, where the uh... – uh, Shatley and him got beat. Uh, it was Quinton Williams and whoever was on. Other than that, I thought he played really well. You know what I'm noticing about him, too, is like, you know, there's something about being patient as a tackle, right? But having that capability to strike like a snake, you know, your hands being really quick and powerful instead of like right at the snap of the ball, trying to get your hands on him, maybe you duck your head. The technique, and I think you see it across the board, and credit to the line coach for it, but you see the technique he's he's getting more and more comfortable in how he attacks that opponent especially uh you know in pass protection so i think he's only going to get better they look the kid hasn't played a lot of football you know i i wanted more out of him too but i'm glad he's here now and and uh he's doing what every swing tackle is supposed to do step in and be the starter and Hopefully not miss a beat. Yeah, well, no other alternative That's at right. this point in time. That's what right? you're here for. All right, then we'll get back more on Press Taylor. We'll look forward uh, when we continue. But right now, Tony Smith going to take you around the National Football League.
right now. Now, <laughs> gems around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts was a limited participant in practice on Thursday for the Eagles, could return to the lineup this week. Gardner Minshew started for Hurts last week while Hurts was recovering from a right shoulder sprain. Head coach Nick Sirianni was asked about Hurts and whether or not he will be able to play this week, and his response was, we're still working those things out. So no definitive idea yet. Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson did not practice on Thursday. Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers returned to get in a limited practice, as did running back Aaron Jones. Wide receiver Christian Watson did not practice on Thursday with a hip injury. LA Chargers running back Austin Eckler was limited in practice on Thursday with a knee injury. The Chargers have also designated linebacker Joey Bosa to return from their injured reserve list. Bosa has not played since the Jaguars beat the Chargers in week three. The New York Giants have opened the 21-day practice window for safety Xavier McKinney, who is returning from the non-football injury list after breaking his hand in an ATV accident during the Giants' bye week. And here are the games this weekend that could impact the Jaguars' chances at a wild-card spot in the AFC. Miami is at New England at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Teddy Bridgewater is expected to start a quarterback for the Dolphins with Tua Tungavailoa in the league's concussion protocol. The New York Jets are at Seattle at 4.05 on Sunday afternoon, and Pittsburgh is at Baltimore on Sunday night football. If Miami were to win either of their last two games of the season, the Jags are eliminated from the wild card spot, but obviously the AFC South title will be on the line here in Week 18 against Tennessee regardless. Yeah, root for uh, New England and Seattle in particular yep. this yep. week, and Baltimore is a bonus if you get it uh, because you need Pittsburgh to lose one of their last two. Yeah. And again, we get it. We Everybody wants the Jags to win the division. Of course. No question about it. Yep. Just I, I would rather roll into Week 18 still with you know a little bit of insurance just right. in case, at least be alive for that possibility. Uh, no that's doubt. me. Yeah, you know? no, I'm, I'm, I, I feel the. Sh- I don't want to. And limp's not the right word, but I don't, I don't want to limp into the. No one the does. showdown with Tennessee. You know, I want to take care of business. That's what you're there for. Well, that's part of it. I mean, take all these other business. outcomes won't yeah. matter if the Jags yeah, lose to Houston. Just take care of what you have to take care of, and you can do it. Beat the Texans. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get a few more from Press Taylor here. Uh, just talked about the need and ability and the process of keeping guys focused. I think we've done a good job of keeping our guys, and our guys, part of it's the type of people we have on our team, of staying focused. All we can control is how we practice on Thursday today. We, we have no control over what's going to happen on Sunday, anything like that, at this point in time. So let's do everything we can to prepare ourselves to have the best possible Thursday practice, get things cleaned up, ironed out, continue to move forward, and when tomorrow comes up, we'll, we'll be ready for it and we'll take care of that. It's been an issue at times this season for this Jaguars offense and Trevor Lawrence going up against that cover two, Tampa two kind of defense. It's been better here recently when they get those kind of looks, as everything has offensively for the Jags here recently. But Coach Taylor was asked about how they can beat that Tampa two defense. If you have a two high shell, you'd love to say you're going to run the ball really well. Um, they do a good job moving their front. The backers playing downhill. The safety's filling from depth and making plays. So you want to make them pay in the run game, obviously, but we needed to be better. Uh, more efficient in the pass game. And there were things that we felt like we had that we missed. Um, there were things that maybe we wish we had a few more a few more answers, a few more concepts that we could have gotten to just because we were missing certain things. Let's go to something else. Rather than keep trying to hit this and just coming up short of maybe we get on to something else and move forward. Or maybe we just weren't great in the details of the play or the progression of the play, whatever it may be, of you know just consist- consistently staying on the field, moving the football to force them to feel like they needed to do something else. 
That was the only time this year that the Jags scored fewer than 17 points. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, striking compared to what we've seen in recent years. Absolutely. And they held him to six yep. in that game. Held Christian Kirk basically off the stat sheet almost entirely. He had one catch in the game for mm -hmm. minimal yardage. Uh, Marvin Jones yep. was the big mover. This team is so different. I mean, James Robinson had half – split – 20 carries right down the middle with Travis Etienne right. in that game, yep. uh, for instance. So, yeah. but, you know, you look at, at the Texans in that game, Tom. Yep. Damian Pierce, leading rusher yeah. on IR. I know. Nico Collins was their leading receiver. Yep. Only receiver over 22 yards in that game. Yeah. He's on IR. He made some clutch catches, though, that guy. He did. In that game. Right. But, I mean, they did – they didn't really do a whole lot offensively in no. that game. Even Pierce no, averaged 3.8 yards a carry. Other than that last drive. Right. And part of it was because of the, the you know, the, the penalty with uh, with Trevon Walker whipping the court mm -hmm. back to no the doubt. ground after the play was way over. I mean, way over. I just throw you to the ground. <laughs> no big deal. We're playing in the park, ain't we? It's like, there's no flags out here. We'll hear. Uh, uh, but, yeah, just other than that, they dominated. We'll hear Mike Caldwell's thoughts on Trayvon. Uh, coming up next hour, one more here from Press Taylor, uh, just on the hot streak that Evan Ingram has been on. I don't know that necessarily something changed in terms of it became a priority to target him. We felt like he was playing really good ball early on uh, and doing whatever was asked him. There's always plays in the plan for him, whether they got called, uh, they got executed, whatever that may be, it just didn't work out. And then all of a sudden, you know, the first Tennessee game, he just kind of became the hot hand and got rolling. The ball kept finding him. Again, based on the way really the defense played him and the concepts just ended up going to him, he was producing. Um, so I don't know that there was necessarily some concerted effort to get this guy going, but you know he just he made the most of his opportunities. I think the other night he had over 100, I believe, receiving. I don't think we threw him a pass past seven yards. So that's a lot of him going and creating these plays and Trevor being efficient with it and taking what the defense has given and then Evan using his skill set and the guys around him have given that opportunity to go do what he does well. We've been looking at this uh, seven-game sample, right? Yeah. First three games of that seven games, they threw the ball to Evan Ingram seven times in three yeah. games. They've thrown yeah. it to him 40 times yeah. in the last four weeks. Well, one thing that I took out of what Press just said, concepts just seem to be going to him. Did you hear that when he uh -huh. was talking? What is that saying? Like, hey, guys, trust us. We're going to get you open. Right. And we're going to have the ball in your hands. This is what it's just going to come to you if the mismatch is there. So just trust us. Run your route the way it's supposed to be run. Be in the right spot every single play, and you'll, you'll the ball will come your way. Well, they're helping Evan Ingram make a lot of money down the stretch yeah. hey, right here. This, he's a mismatch. I mean, that's what the job is of the coordinator and the play caller, right? Where's the mismatch? Where can I take advantage? Well, he, he creates a mismatch because of his speed. No doubt. I mean, we did yesterday. We talked about who are the most essential players that couldn't afford to lose. Yeah. Down the stretch, he was right there to me with Tyson Campbell at the top of the list. Yeah. You know, no, outside of the great. quarterback, obviously. Of, of course. All right, we'll come back halfway home here next hour. We'll get into some of the audio from Mike Caldwell, Jaguars defensive coordinator, what the challenges the Texans may or may not pose this weekend and how that defense is playing overall and some thoughts on some of the individual players as well. 641-1010 if you want to get on the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures on a Keys to Victory Friday you're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mack in the middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
Uh, E.T. is going to remix this. He's going to have to wait until Tuesday of next week because Victory Monday will be celebrated in our own personal fashion. We're taking Monday off. Oh, right. Next yeah, of week. course. You know, that's, yeah. that's our uh, holiday, baby. That's our holiday, right? Yeah, we'll man. be working New Year's Eve. New Year. Oh, I will anyway. Are New you Year's New Year's Eve? Eve? Yeah. Uh, I work at, uh, every Saturday. You do? I mean, if you call it work. you know, yeah. Sit on my butt and talk. Yep. Uh, but, at night? Yes. Midnight? Like till midnight? That uh, kind of? 8 to 11 on Saturdays. Okay. Yeah. Any crown next year at all? Does no. that get you through? You don't do no. you wait till you're done. Uh, you're crown, aren't you crown? Crown and ginger ale. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I don't yeah, I remember. I don't drink that much, honestly. Yeah. But they, it, when I do, it's crown and ginger ale or red wine. I don't okay. really care. I'm not that poor. I mean yeah, yeah. Cabernet. Yeah. You know, that's my tr- but if it's red, I'll drink it. Right. Pretty much. Okay. That's it. Yeah, cool. I'm good with that. Yeah, totally. I'm you just know? curious. You know, oh, this Saturday week, night. Yeah, probably Saturday right night for fighting. Sunday's the the big work day, right, so right. You got to be careful. Yeah, not. Uh, I'd be more called this Sunday night. However, ah, different story. Let it loose. You know, this Sunday. Uh, it's this New so, Year's sure. night. New Year's night, but yeah, man. You know, got some big college ratification games this delayed. Weekend. I haven't watched any of these bowl games. I've watched. A- I watched one. Did you yesterday? Yeah. Florida State. That's it. Yeah, I did watch Florida State last night. Yeah, yeah. or yesterday for a little bit. Had a Jag fan. Get upset with me. I, th- I think. I don't know. He's oh. also a Gator fan. You know, I just tweet out, like, I'm not sure Oklahoma's in the SEC yet, but they certainly look like it because Florida State ran their undefeated SEC record at 3-0 and yeah. uh, with that win. You know, LSU, Florida, Oklahoma. You know, I don't see what's so tough about the conference, honestly. <laughs> it's not like the ACC gauntlet. I mean, it's not Fire like having cannons. to play Wake and Clemson and yeah. North Carolina. Come on. I Well, I will. Look, I mean, Oklahoma 6-6 six and six against 9-3. and three, you're, It's not supposed to be a close game. It's all right. I'm just saying. I don't care. They won. No, I I'm know. happy they won. I am, too, for, for you. Not for me. I could care. I just feel like, <laughs> look, I'm I'm not pretending they're the best team in the country. Ten and three is a great record. Some are, people are like, oh, you're, you're acting like you're not used to winning. Why would I be used to winning? No, you have not. you watched Florida State football yeah. recently? Right. No, we're not. Used I've to got no room to talk, so I I, I, I feel foolish even discussing the, the topic. <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed it. Somebody said, uh, you know, somebody who's a Gator fan replied. Congrats on the victory over Choklahoma. Oh, and, and then they try to claim, oh, I was being serious. I was being nice. Sure you yeah. did. Right? You know, and yeah. that, you know, Isn't so that way, the way? At which point I escalated it a little bit because right. that's my nature. You know? Yeah, you just I call didn't tweet at out. the guy, but you're if he tweets at me, I'm going to escalate it. Call him out. That's all. Yeah, this Checkmate. is when he's not nice, Mike Dempsey. That's not, no, 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 no. I'm like not nice that. here. You're this, defending. I'm just you're, having you're, fun, man. Yeah. I, I use Twitter for a handful of things. Yeah. Most of them are work-related, right? Tony and I, we like to interact with the Jaguar fans. Yeah, I totally. do it for fantasy football. Totally. And I like to talk crap when uh, my teams do well. It's good bathroom reading as well. You know, and people will be like, what happens Same. when your team doesn't do well? Then I don't talk crap. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And, no. and I don't care. You can talk crap. It doesn't matter if you talk crap. I'm not right. paying attention. Like, if I, if you're just tweeting random stuff, if you tweeted at me, yeah. then I'm going to have a reaction you're to You're talking it. to me. If you tweet it out in general, you so tweet at me. I'll ignore you. Don't like what I tweet? Ignore me. That's Feel the new taxi driver unfollow. line in today's game. You tweet at me? You tweet at me? <laughs> are you social media posting in my direction? Yeah. What are well, you, you doing? Are you tagging me? there's nobody me? else here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think I'm doing that? All right, Tommy. Uh, speaking of tweeting, uh, yeah. We, yeah, we tweeted out yesterday's question of the day. Okay. Yeah. And we, we mentioned it earlier. about Segways are natural, player. baby. They're just natural. Well, you know, so the one it. thing we got going for us That's here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got segues for days, baby. Uh, all right. We've given you a little time to think oh, about it today. Yeah. 
go ahead and slug your water. I got it. I got it. <laughs> he's, he's getting hydrated <laughs> for this one. I got slug. it. I got it. I got All right. It. So yep. I need from you yep. who are the three players other than Trevor Lawrence, who's okay. obviously going to top the list, that the Jags could least afford to do without for the rest of just this season. Okay. Who you got? I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say uh, Kirk. Okay. Christian yep. Kirk, number Yeah, I one. just think he's been or really one of the good. Three. One of the three. I'm going to say um, – because I think you factor in, like, if they weren't here, who would replace them, right? Absolutely. Like, would they be okay Absolutely. with that? Huge um, factor. I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say Ingram. Because he's just been a weapon. It's such a matchup. He's issue he's just a weapon right now, and they're really they're really flowing. And look, uh, chalk it up between Etn or Agnew. I love them both, and I like I the way they're using Agnew, man. I do. I have I know, for a I long know you, time. I'm not man. knocking you. I've always been like that guy could be like a. Tyree. So you're all about just the offense here, huh? I mean, defensively, I don't know. What about know? like Tyson? Tyson Campbell. Yeah, yeah, he'd be he'd probably be well I was thinking like safety too, because I really like Ray Jenkins Sean, and yeah. Cisco, but Wingard comes in and, and performs well. So that's why I didn't right. pick one of what those. What about guys. what about Foyer Lewican? Like how would you feel if you had to run with I wouldn't two out of the three young guys? No, I no. I'd rather have him, obviously. But you know, look, you know, Lloyd and Muma can hold down the fort a little bit. You know, not as look, Lewican's been phenomenal. I mean, he's a tackling machine. He knows where the ball is. He hits. He runs. He does. He's he's really good. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and it'd be interesting. I mean, let's not find out, right? Foyer, yep. stay healthy, man. Keep yep. piling up the double-digit tackle weeks. Fantastic, right? Yep. But you wonder, because Muma and Lloyd are so young and Foyer has had such an instrumental role in making sure that they know what's going on, yep. right, that would Shaq Quarterman, who's been here a little bit longer, maybe actually have some of that leadership yep. role in yep. that regard. And he can thump. I mean, he's a tone setter. I, li- I like him a lot. Um, you know, I think uh, depending how they, they attack him. But, look, I think Booma can hold down the fort. I do. I think he's cerebral enough to know what's going on, and he makes enough plays where people will listen to him, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he'll help Lloyd out what, wherever he needs, you know, some uh, some help and whatnot. But I'd feel okay with those two. But for, for he's been great. I mean, come on, that's – him and Jenkins both have been outstanding. And from your perspective, right, because sometimes you see a guy put up massive tackle numbers, and then we always ask, where do they make those tackles? Agreed. Do you think Foyer is making the tackles, like as a former middle linebacker yourself, is he making the tackles of aggression, or is he chasing too many guys no, down? I, I don't. I see him uh, – I mean, look, he's a big-time effort guy, but I see him making plays within that five-yard, four-yard mm-hmm. for the most part. But he is an effort guy. He'll run somebody down sure. if he has to. I think he's a good blitzer. I'd like to see him blitz even more because I think he can do that. Uh, he doesn't have to, you know, cheat. He's fast enough to, to hesitate a second and then get after it. Um, I think he's pretty okay in coverage. Um, I think, you know, look, if you get somebody that's really fast, it's hard anyway, but uh, – no, he's been he's been really good. But look, I mean, you know, Mike linebacker, you know, the the biggest thing is just knowing everything. I mean, you you got to make plays. It's kind of funneled where you're supposed. I mean, that's why strong safeties and middle linebackers typically lead the team in tackles. The the defenses are set up for you to make a lot of Absolutely, tackles, you know, right. that's that's your job, you know. But uh I think, you know, and I I don't want to dim- diminish the the position, but I think a lot of guys could play middle backer, as long as they know what they're doing and as long as, look, if they're a little bit, um, uh, you know, uh, handicapped in the in the pass, you know, mm-hmm. 
game coverage, that type of thing. You might you obviously gonna have to replace him with somebody, but overall, you you just need a smart, tough guy that can get to the ball and, and lay the wood. When, well, when and called as an indication of where he's making the plays that he's making, right? You know, yep. talking about within that line of scrimmage. We talked about it when they signed him. We yep. had the discussion about tackles for loss. You know, yep. he led the league right. in tackles Which last year, huge. but only had four tackles for loss. He's got 23 tackles for loss in his career yep. to this point. 11 of them are this year. Oh, Right? Yeah, that's like, huge. Like he is. Huge. Like it's a big jump from four in each yeah. of the last two years to 11 with two yeah. games to play this year. So yeah. he is making more impactful Disruption. plays yeah. right in yep. the defense for them. Yeah, and year. I think, you know, look, I think some run blitzes have been called, but he's just good. He he finds the ball, and then he deletes. How many missed tackles does he have? I wonder. It couldn't be that many. Doesn't seem like he misses many. You right. know what I mean? I'm sure he sure does. Yeah, everybody has, everybody has opportunities. Some, yeah, no, he's been, he's been really, really good. All right, well, let's find out what his coordinator, Mike Caldwell, thinks about the current state of affairs on that side of the football. Uh, Certainly played well against the Jets, but how much of a challenge was that against the Jets? Well, you could ask the same thing about the Texans this week and potentially the Titans next week based on where those teams stand, um, you know, health-wise, skill position player-wise, but uh, we'll take it, man. I I don't care. You know what? If they want to rest, they want to bench them all and and every time they get the ball on offense, take three knees. We'll take that too. Hey, listen, second half against Dallas, I thought our defense really started. That's to me like that. That felt like that's when it started getting a little bit better, right? Maybe we'll look and at I that. Like yeah. Trevor's turning point was the the maybe. London game. It was right. So yeah. maybe that will be uh, the defense putting their foot down a little bit. And hey, good time to do it, right? No better. Time. Great time. Great time for this defense to step it up and just a little bit more. All right, it's uh, Mike Caldwell. Well, we'll hear from him coming up next. You're listening to Jaguars today. The Chad and Sandy Real Estate. Question of the day, as it is every Friday, what are your three keys to victory this week for the Jaguars versus the Houston Texans? With Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Donna Murphy, I'm Mike Dempsey. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Tommy Mack in the house for a Keys to Victory Friday yeah. here with us every Friday on Jaguars Today, except next week because she got things to do. <laughs> I got to pick up my mom. You know, my mom's up in Indianapolis. She fell re- up there at my brother's and been in a rehab hospital How's for like she a doing? month. Better. Thank Good. you for asking. But I gotta, I'm going to get Joni and bring her home. Hey, my mother in law fell. Home. Trip, trip coming off a curb. Yep. Been in the same kind of situation for yep. the same amount of broker kneecap. Yeah. Went to see her uh, this week, man. It's hard. Just to get back out on the golf it's course. Hard when they it. fall, yeah. man. Those those limbs don't I'm stay you, strong the, the, My biggest fear in life now is yeah. is falling awkwardly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you want... got a long way to go. I know. So that means more velocity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know um, the feeling. Uh, Donna Murphy, just to, as a to forewarn you. I may want to hear the spooky open again coming into the final mm, segment yeah. of the uh, the show today. I yeah. kind of enjoyed it. Sure, you know, kind of a, a yeah. tale of how the season has gone. Oh, uh, we're gonna yeah. we'll get to my cold one in a minute. We'll get to the phones in a second. I just want to ask you guys: Am I wrong? Was when Urban Miller got uh, caught with his hand in the cookie jar last yep. year, yep. so to speak, in Cincinnati? Did he own that? Was that his restaurant slash bar? Yes, I no idea. I believe it was. I, I think it was. It was, right? So I don't want to put any money in Urban Miller's pocket, but I was just looking at 
you know, the playoff picture as it stands now. You know, mm-hmm. presuming the Jags are taking care of business and they get in and they win the AFC South by beating yep. Tennessee as it stands right now, uh, they would host the Ravens, team yep. they've beaten. Yep. If all the top seeds win, the Jags then, as the four seed, would be the lowest remaining seed, uh, would take on Buffalo. Um, but eventually, if we could get to the Bengals, like if we had to play at Cincinnati at yep. some point, down the line, would that be where the uh, Bolt City Brigade party would be held Ooh, on the road? Probably. That week. Not yeah. sure. Yeah, But man. I don't want to, again, I don't want to put any money in that guy's pocket, yeah. but uh, be kind of uh, right full there. circle. <laughs> <laughs> Scout out locations Maybe in somebody Buffalo would pull right you now. out on the dance floor and beg you to dance with Or th- then again, maybe uh, we'll be playing <laughs> Kansas City again. Um, Ooh. You know, uh, depending know. on uh, – look, uh, I've already got – Tony and I have penciled the Jags in to win the wild card round yeah. already. Yeah. Now we're just waiting to see. Well, listen, they beat the next two teams. They're dangerous. They will be cons- – nobody's going to want to play them. I'm telling you, they're on a roll. I hear you, bro. They're a lot of confidence, a lot of swag, a lot of just playing good ball. The 9-8 and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, hey, man. Triple the win total. Come on. Let's Rock do and it. roll, hoochie, cool. Let's go get them. You know, it's Friday uh, if Fan Cam is here to check in with Tommy yeah. Mack. Uh, right. Fan Cam, happy new year to you. Hey, happy new year, guys. First of all, uh, best wishes to your mom and uh, Ann on recovery and getting oh, back healthy yeah, and back that. out to on the golf course. Out there. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, Fan Cam's the golf partner of my mother-in-law's. Well. Ah, that's right. We played that's a few right. times That's together. right. So what's well, up, thank man? you guys for the birthday wishes last week. It's amazing the reach of your show. It seems like everywhere I've gone, all over the beaches last week, somebody's reached out about you guys singing to me, and uh, all right. I really appreciated it. It was Beauty. pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's uh, hard to believe it was exactly three weeks ago today, coming off the Motor City meltdown, that a despondent Tommy Max slithered into the studio. Uh, I was really a little worried, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, that whole the Mayo moment has evolved back into mm-hmm. – Three three wins in a row, and now Tommy's back to his normal step on your throat self, and uh, all seems right with the world. So, I just wanted to wish everybody a great New Year. Thank you guys for the song, and uh, everybody, we're going to kick some butt in, in Houston, and then oh boy, the house is going to be rocking in Duval. Oh, yeah. You guys have a great weekend and a great New Year. All right, Cam. Same to you. Yeah, listen, I just said you beat the Lions. We're eight and seven, but you know. Beat Houston the first time, beat Denver. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I hey, but you know what? It doesn't matter. That's happen. why you're here now. You're here now. That's right. Win. I don't care what the record is as right. long as you win in week 18. I agree. And you're AFC South champs. But right. then next year, Tom, Oh yeah, they're going to be tripping over each other to predict Jags going 12-5, and five, Jags oh, going 13-4. Oh, and four. Oh, Jags, Here come I mean, the lap dogs. Look, they're going to be the AFC South favorites yep. next year no matter oh, yeah. what I believe happens in week 18 because they're, you know, the quarterback position is – so much oh, better than no anybody doubt. else. No doubt. The uh, text line brought to you by, designed by Lifetime Enclosures, has informed us that Herbs has recently sold. Oh, has he? His steak in the restaurant. All right. Ah, Let's party. Yeah. AFC Championship hey, get, in Cincinnati. Clean Let's break. <laughs> All right. Clean break for Herbs. Whatever <laughs> it takes. All right, no BCB. Trail. You no have trail. your marching Get orders. Rid of that. <laughs> Let's just win. I hey, look. We'll we'll take them all on That's wherever right. we got to take them on. No doubt. Wouldn't hurt my feelings though if all the yeah. lower seeds won and we could host a couple of games here. I in was invited to the Bold City Brigade uh, slab party. Slab party. The throw for down. The eighteen or the last Circle game. Up. Yeah, I'm excited. That's yeah, an man. honor. Are you going? I'm going. All right. Like, yeah. I told my wife. She's like, "What? Are you doing keg stands or whatever it is they whatever do? Whatever they want. Whatever they I'll need. Do whatever. I don't care." Tom McMahon. 
I would bring an extra shirt. This, like, yeah. you, you know, your pregame shirt. Okay. Why well, am maybe, I going to get money? soaked in alcohol we, or we wrestle? I don't, or I don't know what, what I, I don't know what goes I've on. I've never been. I've, I've only seen well, the, uh, you know, we're where they go in a circle. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know I they've had, I know they've had like a kiddie pool full of mayonnaise for someone to jump in for the Titans game before. Uh, yeah, I doubt that they'll be put me. you through those. No, moves, I won't do that. I won't be doing that. But I look forward to partying with them. Try to get McManus down. You better pack a lunch. No, don't eat. See, next thing you know, there'll be 10 of them. I'll be dead. So stop it. I'll make you come with me. I got, I'm busy. I got things to do. All right. No, let's, no. Let's get to all good fun. Mike Caldwell here. It is all good fun. No one's going to wrestle Tom McManus unless he wants you No, to. I do not. He doesn't, though. I do not. So, no. I come in love. All right. Let's get to uh, Mike Caldwell here. Uh, speaking yesterday, Jaguars defensive coordinator, uh, beginning with the loss of Dewan Smoot and how hard it will be to replace him. It's going to be tough. He's one of the guys that we look to to make plays, and we just have to – have the next man up mentality in. You know, we got a couple of guys that are ready to step in and get opportunity to play. But uh, Smoot, he uh, did a great job for us, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Get him back soon. I feel like uh, Dewan Smoot's kind of in the Rob Meyer wing of unsung yeah. Jaguar he, players. Yeah, you know what? Right? Good call. He's, yeah. Not Solid. a front, not a frontline starter. But counted on every time. Counted on yeah. when he plays. Like, yeah. he, there's not any big drop-off when he's on the field. No, you know? right, right. Um, just, yeah. I think he's just been a heck of a Jaguar. Man. No, t- You know what? There should be a Rob Meyer award. He, he was that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Seventh-round like, pick. Yeah. And it was Henderson Stroud and Rob Meyer. Yeah. Like, and, and look, clearly those guys were Great yeah, players, but in front he was of him, really good too, man. He was really yeah. good. Really that guy good. skydives. Does He's he? had thousands of hours of wow. skydiving. Mm, yeah, him. him and his wife. Him and Tom yeah, Cruise. He's a cool, dude. Yeah. How about uh, Tom Cruise doing that stunt? Did you see that? I didn't. Wa- I haven't watched it yet, but everyone says it's uh, phenomenal. I haven't watched it. The- he was thanking everybody for watching. The Top Gun movie, right? Is that the one you're no, talking about? No, no. Some he was some filming something. I didn't. It's not in the movie. It's just a clip of him doing the stunt. He had to fly off a cliff on a motorcycle and oh, yeah. then For the new detach, yeah, and then hit the parachute. And he had to do it seven times. Yeah. Wow, he does seven. all that stuff. Like he yeah, does all nut. of it. I know. Yeah. That is, and it was. I mean, talk way, way up there. Like, you got to be, you know what? Holy cow. Yeah. Anyway. It's probably going to be how Tom Cruise dies. Is one you know of those what? stunts one you of know, these days. Oh, no, he's no. going to be the director gonna, that killed Tom he's Cruise. He's not going to die. He's going to float off to Xanadu yeah. or wherever the side Yeah, yeah, is. you're right. Yeah. You're right. He is. God bless him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Caleb on Chason has been back for the last three weeks after a stint on the IR earlier this season for the Jaguars, and Mike Caldwell was asked about Caleb on Chase on and what kind of player that he's getting in him back in the lineup. Very intelligent player. Uh, he knows the system, and he's working on his craft. Daily he goes out there. He had to set back with the injury. Now he's back healthy, continuing to work, and he's just a guy that, given this opportunity, has to take advantage of it, and hopefully we're looking forward to him doing it. Well, the question, does he have the ability to do it? And uh, Mike Caldwell says he does see the talent that's evident in Caleb Von Chason. No, I see, uh, I see the talent. You, you see the speed, you see the size, you see the ability. He can drop into coverage, he can rush the passer. So there's so much ability there. You can see why he was drafted there. It's just, you know, time for him to become the player that he was in college, be, become that player now. Passed on. Yeah, agreed. And look, I think in college, like we've said many times, he didn't really line up as a 3-4 outside backer. He was kind of on the inside, making plays on the inside. I think his sophomore year, what I read, like, so he came out when he was 20. I mean, so he really, was a really young kid, but he had like 
18 tackles for loss, I think his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, look, he is athletic. He is big enough. Does he have the tools? Look, you know, he's working on his craft, like Coach said. So, you know, I look, I think last game he got into, you know, the backfield a couple times, you know, made, you know, some effort plays, whatnot. He's too he, – look, he he is too athletic and, you know, the, the right size for that to not be productive. So, it's on him to figure it out, you know, whether it's technique or attitude or studying or whatever. Sounds like he's got everything that they're looking for. Now he's just got to put it together consistently. Moving on here with uh, Mike Caldwell talking about – or asked about Darius Williams who uh, has moved to the outside and, yep. and you've seen a noticeable upgrade in his production. Uh, it says uh, Darius has done – Really good job recently. D. Will, he's done a great job these past couple of weeks and earlier on in the season. It's a pass rush with the coverage. He has tight coverage and allow the pass rush to get there. Uh, when the pass rush gets there, it helps it helps him out in coverage. So it goes hand in hand, but he's doing a good job for us and we're happy. Yeah, I mean, look, look, the Jets, I don't, you know, I don't know where I'm you know, going against their offense, but even against Dallas, that first half, Dak tore us apart. I mean, he did. I mean, at all the time in the world, I remember watching people were like, oh, yeah, he's got all the, mm-hmm. all the time in the world. Second half, what happened? We got pressure on him and forced him into some bad throws. That pressure and coverage goes – he's absolutely right. If my corner's tight, it gives my guys up front just that extra half step to make something happen, you know, to either disrupt or knock down or hit or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, they go hand in hand. But I'll tell you this, you play that zone and you don't get any pressure, they're going to pick you apart for the most part, except, you know. Maybe Malik Willis. I don't know. <laughs> we'll Let's hope. Maybe. Let's Joshua hope we can test that theory. Davis Mills here. and uh, yeah. Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. Next exactly. week. Uh, we'll see if Trayvon Walker will be back in the lineup this week for the Jaguars. Coach Peterson speaking to the media right now, so we may be getting an update here momentarily in regard to that as far yeah. as what his game status is going to be for this week. But Coach Caldwell was asked about how big it would be to get Trayvon Walker back in the lineup. Oh, it's always big. Just to get him back in the locker room, get him back on the field instead of on the sideline rehabbing, just get him back. Uh, I think it'll be a boost for the guys because, like, it's just the way he makes plays, the way he plays physical, it adds a boost of energy to the team. And, you know, to get him back would be great. Uh, this is Doug Peterson, by the way, saying Trayvon's doing really well. We'll ramp up his practice reps today. He is on track to play versus the Texans. Good. That's according to Doug yep. Peterson. Yep. Uh, this morning, uh, and this is from uh, John Shipley's Twitter uh, feed from Jaguar Report, does an excellent job. Uh, Fatakasi, oh, yeah. another guy Peterson sounds hopeful about okay, good. for his availability. Yeah, I'd like to see him, too. You, you wonder, I mean, yep. who can run the ball on that team? Right no. Now? We're going to no. see Daria Gunbawale, another right. big revenge game. Right, narrative. right, no doubt. <laughs> Coming up this week. No doubt. Um, all right, a couple more here. Uh, Devin Lloyd, the other first-round pick for the Jags this year, gets benched from Muma, become – back to more prominence, has come back to more prominence in the last few weeks. And uh, Mike Caldwell says things are starting to slow down for Devin Lloyd. He's starting to play like he was earlier in the season. The plays are starting to slow down for him. He's making adjustments. He's making moves. Him and Chad are really just going in there. They're rotating. And, you know, both guys are playing well for us. So we're happy with that position. Yeah, hopefully Devin Lloyd continues to improve. Yeah. And we'll see what that looks like here over the course of the next two weeks and beyond uh, for the rookie here to close out the season. Going up against Houston here on Sunday, and we know they're going to be throwing two quarterbacks at him this week over there. The Texans will be. And Coach Caldwell was asked about playing against a two-quarterback system. It's kind of tough because you uh, have to find out 
you really have two game plans when six is back there or ten's back there. Just understand who's back there, what they like to do out of certain formations, what they like to do when one quarterback's in or if the quarterback's split out. Is he a threat or is he not a threat? So just different ways that they try to affect the, the defense. But we'll have a plan for both guys and, you know, go out and try to execute it. They average like 300 yards a game, I think, the Texans. I mean, we should. We should. Snack on that. We should. You know what I'm should have snacked on that earlier this no, year. No, you're right. Well, the defense actually played pretty decent against okay. them last time. But, no, I agree. You got to. You're right. They held them to 13. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't terrible. But, no. look, here's the one little benefit for what the Jags are facing right now. 278, by the way, Tommy. You gave them a little that, bit. That, of that's right. their average. Yeah. About, yeah, total. Total. Love it. Crush. Treble throw for that. Prediction? <laughs> Pain. Love it. Um, <laughs> against the Jets. You had Russell, uh, Zach Wilson. Russell might as well be the <laughs> yeah, same guy same. this year. Right? <laughs> this year, had Zach yeah. Wilson, then Strebler comes in, who they didn't really prepare right. for, and he gave you that, you know, Taysom Smart. Hill yeah. aspect, right? Well, this week, you're going to get it again yep. to some degree. Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll, and you've got a couple weeks of film of them doing this, but you're going to be able to play against that, which helps in week 18 yep. because now, I mean, first of all, Dobbs is mobile, but I don't think he's the runner that Malik Willis is. And we may see them throw the kitchen sink in terms yeah. of mixing and matching those guys in yeah. Week 18. That's where studying your tendencies is huge, right? So you know when one guy comes in, this is out of this formation, he's going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or one of three things. This other guy comes in, well, okay, he's only going to do this, this. You know what I mean? You got to study that. You like, and it sounds like they are. I was listening to Arden Key, I think. On 1010, Mia was interviewing him. He was saying it. I was like, look, we're just the tendencies. We're believing the tendencies, and we're making plays. Tendencies work if you study them. Now, you can't guess. Like It's not like the end-all, say-all. But if I come out in a formation that I've seen, wow, I've seen this on film, or I've seen this in my tendency book, I've seen this in the game plan, they're only going to do one or two things. Oh, now the back comes over to my side. Oh, now they're only going to do one thing. You know what I mean? It can get to that point. Sure. You're – on your keys and on those tendencies, man, you, you can play Do you have to worry, though, like in, in a scenario? Now, maybe we don't have enough of a book on Dobbs and Malik Willis. Combined, yep. they've had four starts in the NFL, no, right, right? right? But are, are you worried? Like when you get into that winner-take-all, like, okay, they know we're in this formation. It's one of two or three don't guys. Guess. We Running back goes out in the flat. Yep. Now you narrow it down to one or two plays. Don't you think they're good? You know, they're going to put wrinkles in off of that. Doug does, right? Right. right. I mean, oh, exactly. yeah, they will. If, you if have to be, that's why you can't guess. You don't jump. You but know, you're right. in your you're, head. You have a lean, but yep. not a complete right. commitment. And then when you see it, you're like, I see it. Yeah. And if you don't see it, like, I don't see it. So you can't guess. You can't jump. You know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. to read that key. Make sure you're reading the keys. But those tendencies help a ton. Let's read some keys. Yeah, victory. Tom. Yeah. Coming back. Segway. Segway. Friday. All right. Uh, it's a Segway Friday. <laughs> Keys to victory deal here. The Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day asking you, what are your three keys to victory for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week? We'll do it roundtable style when we continue. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. Ah, uh, it's the final day for D-Murph and 1010. For a while. Okay. For a while. Sabbatical. Hiatus. Hiatus. Break. Nap time. Vacation. <laughs> Slumber. Leave of absence. Hibernation. Not really a hibernation when you got the kids at home. 
Well, from here. I don't have any more. So yeah. we'll stop there. <laughs> but uh, Donna, we love you. You're uh, obviously one of the few people that work here that nobody dislikes. You know? Yeah. There really is a short list. Very and, kind of you. And you're one of the few that Mike really likes. So I, that's uh, true. I like, pretty impressive. Like Donna, E.T., Tony. <laughs> I know you love me. You don't I do love say. you. I, you I do love you. It. I don't need. I don't need. I always any... like you. It's but usually I love kept you. to this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's a, it's a short list. Uh, By the way, if I didn't just name you, right? There's at least one person here that hates you. All right, <laughs> so just know that. And that includes me. I mean, the list is long. There's no yeah. question. That guy. <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, let's do this, uh, Donna. We have the ten ten take coming up. It's called a radio stall right here. And it's That's gonna, right. Because I didn't tell Donna Stretch it's coming it out, up in baby. the next second or two. So instead, Stitch. I'm going to pretend like I meant to do it right now. 10, 10, 10. 10, 10 take. Now, the 10, 10 take with Mike Dempsey. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. All right, keys to victory Friday roundtable 10, 10 take edition. I'm going first because this is the obvious one, mm-hmm. right? Can they lose to the Texans if they don't lose the turnover battle? I don't know if it's possible, right? right? Two to nothing in favor of Houston the first time. Win the turnover battle. And, look, I suppose it's possible, like, you have that one critical turnover. I'm not saying you can't have a turnover in the game. Yep. But it can't be Texans have three and you have one because that's what will level the playing field. That, to me, is one of the few things that has a chance to level the playing field in any NFL game when I feel like there's this disparity here, but uh, that's it, number one, with a bullet for me, Tony. Yeah, and along those lines, looking at some of the numbers for Houston this year, I think the Jags have to turn it over at least twice for Houston to have any kind of chance in this game. You may be surprised to learn that Houston has forced two or more turnovers in eight games this season. They won two of those games, got a tie in the third. Uh, Texans don't win the game here without that pivotal end zone interception, obviously, earlier this year as well. So, yeah, I agree with you, Mike. That's a big pivotal number. The other one that I think is obvious is the Texans are the worst run defense in the National Football League. They're 30th in the league in allowing rushing touchdowns. They've given up 20 on the ground this season. I think this has to be a grounded out kind of game. They did that to a large degree against the Jets, right? That's what you needed to do to win that game, shorten the game as well. Just keep the clock moving when you're on offense. But I think this is a week where you've got to be able to run the ball. I heard like uh, five Travis keys in there, Tom. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to steal them from you, Tom. No, no, no. It's rush the ball. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. Listen, I'm going to go just from an over. Like, you got to – I'm going to call it kill the ghost. Like, you haven't beaten them. Mm-hmm. You haven't beaten them. Trevor hasn't beaten them. The team hasn't beaten them. 0 and 9. I mean, look, you, 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 just get that out of the way. You know what I mean? Get that. Out. I'll, I'll, I'll stand by this. You beat the Texans. You come and beat the Titans. You're gonna be a scary team in the playoffs. I'm telling you right now. You're gonna feel really good about yourself. You're gonna the the league's gonna be like, all right, you know, these guys are for real. They can they finish. Look where they were. Look where they are now. And they're playing with some great momentum. So it's a very important game to win. All so right, short on time. One more time around. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, I'm gonna start fast. Right. Like the longer you let Houston linger the more chance they're going to think they have to steal a football game. And look, the Jags, sometimes it's their early turnovers. I'm not going down the turnover road again necessarily, but let's not have you know, a couple three and outs, field position battle. You know, it's a three to three ball game. But, you know, step on their throat early, get that early touchdown, add to that lead, play with confidence, and take away 
whatever confidence the Texans may have. Yeah, I was going to say bring the energy. You know, probably not a big crowd to have to shut up this week in Houston with the way their season's gone. Trevor's talked about winning these kind of games. This is what great teams do. Well, yep. show us who you are here in these last couple of weeks if you're the Jags. And now is not the time of year where you want to create any kind of doubt, no matter how small or how inconsequential it may mm. feel in the moment. This is not the time of year to create any of those kind of gaps right. for this football team. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm just going to say, look, man, to the players, just – do everything in your power to make sure you're at your best every Sunday. And now it's playoff time. I mean, these are playoff games. That's playoffs. How, that's how they should be thought of, and I think they are. So, you know, just keep ascended, man. Keep keep getting better and better and better and take a lot of pride in that production, man, and you'll, you're you going to be tough. Seven weeks ago, man, uh, everyone was – or not everyone, but there was a lot of clamoring for draft talk and oh, yeah. this and I that know. and – Trevor can't do this, or he can't do that, or they're incapable. No, he hasn't, maybe consistently. And granted, there were reasons for concern, but as we ran through those numbers earlier, like yep. 280 yards a game, 14 passing, 16 total touchdowns against one interception over the last seven yep. weeks uh, at five and a two record I, is the bottom again, line. I think that trust is huge. The coach-to-player trust and back, player to coach you know what I mean they sure they trust Doug Peterson they trust the process they trust the game plan and that's defense and offense it's starting to really come together like I said if that defense can get up a little bit more and match that offense's ascension man you're going to be a powerful team uh Donna I was asked to pass along that Twitter is loving the Elvis Presley tune nice so and I forgot that we forgot to come back with the uh the, the great open by the way that's okay uh, they can go back on demand. all right that's right Listen we, on we don't talk about kickers but Patterson keep kicking baby we need you this is probably the first we time these you. words came out of my mouth this yep. week congratulations no AFC doubt. special teams player of the week great Riley job. Patterson we just great we just job. poop on the kicker right we're like hey Ray Sean this yeah. is amazing right. Trevor's done it twice all right Ah, uh, Patterson. That's yeah, fine. four or five I mean, in crappy conditions. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big deal. No, hey. he was. No, we'll, we'll take it, man. We'll we need. It. We need it all. All, all the uh, way through. All hands on deck. That's uh, right. For the next however many weeks they continue yep. to line up and play. Yep. So, all right. With that, uh, before we make our predictions on this game, let's say a little to XL Primetime. Now the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, Joe C's at the Ale House on the south side with XL Primetime. What's up, Joe Coward? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. We are out here on the patio. They got the honky-tonk jukebox uh, cranking. We got Gamecock fans that are right here getting ready to go to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in just a little bit. So, you know, it, it's it's fun. It feels uh, obviously like a good Friday, just like all Fridays should be, but it's also the eve of the eve, man. So we're getting fired up. All right. Uh, so uh, what is, in particular, obviously, big uh, weekend with uh, college football, uh, plenty on the Jags, I presume, as well, and with the uh, yeah. Texans on the horizon. Yeah, and looking back at the Titans last night, yeah. and, and, and Dak almost yacked again, even though it was still a two-touchdown win. That was a you know one of those classic Vrabel fire them up type of efforts from the Titans. They're not gonna, they don't die easily. I always say, die hard, Duval. We don't die easily, uh, but the Titans still were able to make that thing interesting for a while. Hobbs had less picks than than Dak uh, last night. So anyway, we'll get into that when we get into the Texans. College football playoff, a ton of it. Seminoles win last night. Barely, they had to kick a field goal to win it. So we'll get into all the bowl games and just have a bunch of fun. Hopefully people will come on over here to the Southside Alehouse, especially if they're heading down to the Gator Bowl. All right, Joe, have a good show, man. 
All right, man. We appreciate it. Uh, there you go. Barely yep. or not, Seminoles are a 10 win team. Yeah. Suck it. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, man, it's a great year. Uh, well, for them. It's a good year, anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway I'd take 10 look, to 3. Give me 10 to 3 of BC is a record year. That would be a great year for BC. Uh, you know, <laughs> Dom, Dom's had a pick long, six baby. right in the hands of, uh, of uh, Did he ever? Uh, Diggs oh, yeah. last night. Yeah. Yeah. Trevon Diggs. That, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, could have yeah. helped me out in one fantasy matchup playing yeah. the Dallas defense. He, that, but, he hey, I'm not better. Uh, he should have, right? And, and then he would have had basically Dobbs to beat oh, to the end forget zone. Forget about it. It's six. Yeah. Can't, but, can't uh, hey, it just goes to show you, though, uh, you know, the other team turns it over. By the way, yeah. I, look, I understand Trevor Lawrence by some metric, some list going around, has the most drop passes of any quarterback in the league. Yep. Dak probably has close to the league lead for interceptions that at one point hit his receivers in the hands. Yeah. You know, he does yeah. have a, an night. issue with those guys yep. uh, hanging on. All right. Yep. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Today on Jaguars today, no victory. Well, there will be a victory Monday. Yeah, we just will. will celebrate it, not on the radio. Virtually. Virtually, Tommy. There you go. Uh, and uh, we'll be back with you Tuesday, checking the tape with Jeff Lagerman, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, celebrating a dub for the Jags yeah. and uh, all focused then on the playoff matchup, basically, yeah. in week 18 yeah. versus the Titans. Jaguars 30-13. to 13. 30 to 13. Oh, son of a gun. What you got? I was pretty close to that. I was going 31 10. However, I think uh, Bethard finishes the game. Okay. Bethard finishes the game. That's a big yep. prediction. Uh, Donna, what you got? 24 to 6. Jack's oh, on top. Nice. Oh, man. Nice we're score. all out of time right now. I don't have time to get a prediction in. Well, I'm just not going to make one. Look, I don't think the Jacks are losing. Let me put it that there way. There you go. But I swore. That there was no way I'm picking them to beat the Texans until they beat the, beat Texans, the Texans, right? So from that, so I cannot pick them to win, but ghost. I will pick. How about this? I'm picking the Texans to lose. Okay. All right. How about uh, 28 <laughs> to 10? Ah, oh, look at that. Texans lose. Don't know if Reverse the Jaguars are going to win or not. psychology almost. But uh, <laughs> I did not pick the Jaguars to win. You'd I think I, Donna was playing the doors. I'm a hypocrite oh, plenty of times. Long. Jags 28 to 10. Let's go, baby. <laughs> happy New Year to all of you out there. Thank you for listening to yeah, Jaguars today and participating and putting up with us at times, whatever the case may be. Uh, to all our great hosts throughout the week and uh, special regular guests, including David Garrard, Jeff Lagerman, Donovan Darius, John Osher, Mike Taracco. Of course, Tom McManus. Yeah, as much grief. I only give him grief because he's across the table from me. <laughs> he was sitting next to me. Don't make me stand up, man. Don't no. make me come over there. Uh, Donna, we love you. We'll miss you. Can't yeah, wait Donna, to see you back here your at 1010XL. So enjoy your hiatus. Uh, Tony, I'll see you Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for all of us here at Jaguars today. It's been a fun, fun year. Uh, thanks largely to the performance of the Jags over the last two months. What can no we doubt. say, right? Let's keep the roll going. Makes this so much more fun let's, when they win. Let's do it again soon, Tommy. Right. Uh, have a great holiday, yep. and uh, we'll see you in a I'll couple weeks. I'll call you weeks. Friday, though. We'll I'll talk. We'll all talk right. next Friday, yep. and we'll get all psyched up for a Jags victory oh, over yeah. the Titans. All right. right. That'll do it for us. Thanks again for listening. This has been Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.